I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, B. Scott's in the building. He's got an issue with us. We'll get into that in a Quitters? sec. Yeah, Twitters. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. He needs to quit. words. Yeah, no, I don't understand <laughs> it. I, I don't like the energy of this show quitting on the young players on this team. Okay, we'll get like, to I that. Just, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I, I understand oh, wow. part of it, but I don't. I feel like y'all have gone an extra mile uh-huh. in quitting on some of the young players on this team. I don't like it. All right, we'll we'll take that up in uh, eight seconds. You could afford to quit some things, by the way, B. Scott. I, 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 I would not dispute that. Here I'm in the loop on not disagree with assistant. that at all. <laughs> Let's talk about smart money and big money. John Lopez throws this out there, but now he's finally going to put a name on it. Put, put a name on, on it. it, mofo. Yes. Go ahead. It's called accountability, man. Let's Give it, it to me. I'm glad B. Scott is in here. From the first day of the offseason, Monday, I've been saying, actually before, but uh, really adamant, you're never going to have this opportunity again. If, if C.J. Stroud is what we think he is, and, and some of us know he is, you're never going to have this kind of money to spend again. Not in his career. Ever. So now is the time to, to, to spend that smart big money. The next two years. Right. Really more because the, 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 the cap hits, even if you re-sign these guys, isn't going to be until after their current contract runs out. Yeah, you know, so you, you're good for three years minimum. Yeah, right, right. But you want to get it, obviously, get ahead of it. Get it done right, right I'm now. With you. I'm with you. All right, so wide receiver, running back, defensive tackle, and safety. Okay. In order, oh, we're going safety. Yes, in order. That's Speaking my priority. Of quitting. Uh, yeah, in order. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't even have him on my list. The uh, safety, but go ahead. No, I, I think safety could be a, a, a great hit. Um, wide receiver, 25 years old, Gabe Davis, four years. $54 million. Four years with Gabe Davis at 25. I'll take that, and, I, and I'm an Aggie over Mike Evans. Why, why do I have to go four years on Gabe Davis? That's the current it's 25. market value. Ah, I mean, but, no, I'm going this but is someone th- is. But how good? I mean, well, well, well that's spot rack. We use spot rack as the meeting point. All, all, all so the, you either take or you say no, no I got I got three wide receivers. Uh, that's one. And this is all spot rack projections. All right, keep going. Tyler Boyd. He's the odd man out in Cincinnati. He's been up and down, but he's shown some things because they're going to apparently, uh, you know, they're going to tag T. Higgins, right? So he's three, 29, three years, $26 million. Okay. A little cheaper. And the last one is Darnell Mooney uh, with the I like, Bears. Yeah, I like Darnell Mooney. 26 years old. Four years, $41 million. See, I don't – the you're missing me on the four I don't need to go four years on anybody that's not a All right, well, young, let's just talk about the player. money, though. Just, just separate yeah. it out and divide it in your head. Uh, Gabe Davis – and I'm going to say the numbers because I'm, I'm just going by what spot rack project. Go ahead, give me the numbers. Four years, 54. Tyler Boyd, 29. Three years, 26. Darnell Mooney, 26. Four years, 41. Yeah, give me Mooney on the 41. 
I think that's the smarter money. The big money is Gabe Davis. Miss me on the Gabe Davis on the four years or the fifty million dollars. I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm, give, I'm, I'm not. I'm not giving that money to somebody that's going to be my second or third best receiver. He might be your number one. I, hell no. Yeah, he might. Get yeah, out he of might. Here, Lopez. Hey, that's what they said about uh, what's his name in in Jacksonville. Yeah, and then they got a real number one in Calvin Ridley there, and then he became the number yeah. two. Like no, yeah. he, he he might be. Maybe your number, but he's not. I don't think Gabe forty-seven Davis catches, is be- seven touchdowns. This Fine, year. yeah, that's not. I, no, I'm. I'm. He's a good player, but I think I like the potential of Nico Collins and Tank Dell over Gabe Davis. No way, Abs- absolutely. No way, absolutely. Uh, so you want th- one of those three, or you want uh, Mike Evans, Landry? Wait a minute. Hold on a second. No, I'm sorry, Lopez. Wait a minute. No, 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 no we can't. We cannot skip over this. Wait a minute. No, no, no. I'm Look, sorry. Let me I don't explain. mean to derail the segment. No, no, no. Wait no, a minute, no, no, Lopez. You got to. You got to be serious here. You just watched we, – we did this together. Yeah. You We just watched the season that Nico Collins had mm-hmm. and the the trajectory that Tank Dell was on. Yes. And you think Gabe Davis is – a is is be, he's probably better right now because of experience. But you mm-hmm. like him better than the upside even of yes. Nico Collins in his fourth year yes. and Tank Dell in his second 100%. year? 100%. Lopez. 100%. It's a four-year body of work, battle-tested, yeah. unrealized potential. I don't know. Yeah, uh, 100%. I, he has, been, he's been hit or miss in Buffalo. But here's what, here's what Lopez is doing that I do like. And I and I like where your mind's at too. B. Scott here in the Loop Sports Radio 610. We're less than four weeks away from free agency. I don't think Nico Collins is going to have like some Damian Pierce fall off, but I look at it, it is one it is one year, you know. Don't you think we got to kind of balance yeah. it out? Yeah, no, it's fine. It's just, it's also one year. It's his first year with a real quarterback. Gabe Davis has always played with one. It's his first year with a real offensive coordinator. Gabe Davis has always. No, played I like with Nico one, like, better, like, but I but I would yeah, like to have I would like to have three. If you told me I'm going to have Gabe Davis, Nico Collins, and Tank yeah, Dell, but, but well, I'll yeah, take what that. am I supposed to do about these guys not having the body of work? Like. <laughs> That was the case going into the season. Nobody no, had no, a body You know what you're supposed to do, do about it? You know what you're supposed to do about it? Make sure you got another guy that has been proven. See, so my, my point on this smart big money thing is everybody says, Mike Evans, Mike Evans, Mike Evans. I'll take him. But that's going to be a lot of money. That's going to be 20-something million dollars a year versus a Gabe Davis, a Tyler Boyd, a Darnell Mooney. I, I'm willing to meet you in the middle you know and pay I mean? the money to Darnell Mooney. I, I'm, yeah. I'm good with paying. I think Darnell Mooney is a decent – Number three receiver can even be your number two receiver if you need him to. I'm willing to pay a little bit more, obviously less than Gabe Davis, but a little bit more than I think Darnell Mooney is actually worth to have a guy like what you're saying. Yeah. Give me Darnell Mooney at that price over Gabe Davis. Now, now let's go price. to running back. The, the biggest ticket item is going to be Josh Jacobs. They project him at four. So are you down on Mike Evans too? Two year. I'm not down on Mike Evans. Nah, nah. Me? Yeah. No. See, Mike Evans is the is the type of player that I'm willing to 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 overpay for. Like he's he's that caliber player. Like whatever the whatever sticker price is for Mike Evans, I'll do that. Okay, that's the the question. You want to do the big money? Yeah. Or the smart big money? The big money at running back is going to be Josh Jacobs, 26 years old. They're projecting four years, 42 million dollars. Here's the big smart money in my view. Saquon, three years, 29. I just think he gets what Jacobs gets. He might. Eckler, but I would do it. Eckler yeah, I, is Eckler is three years twenty two. I don't know. Look, I don't want to be the system fit guy, but that does seem like a guy that it where it would matter more than you know, say like Derrick Henry or something like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how that fits. Yeah, I like him. And I then and then Henry is one year eleven. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if this is a cop out, but I am in on all the prices for the running backs. I am too. You know what? Yeah, yeah that that's not I a cop too. out. Yeah, that's not I, a cop I, out. Like, you, I don't have a push. Like, I push back on Gabe Davis. Mm-hmm. I have no pushback on any number or figure that you gave me for the running back. Okay, my, mine is I will one. take any of them at at 
at all of the prices that you name. It's YTB for me. It's Y, comma, TB. And that is? Yes, comma, trust Bobby. Trust Any of those running backs, it's yes, and then whichever one Slowick likes best, yes. And, oh, by the way, we can still bring back Devin Singletary. Now, defensive tackle, the big ticket item we all know. We just talked about him. Uh-oh. Chris Jones, Uh-oh. 29 years old, three years, $85 million, versus versus Justin, Justin Matabike, 26, four years, 81, but that's four years. Uh, or Christian Wilkins from the Dolphins, 28, four years, 80. Wait, Matabike is only 26 years old? He's 26. I don't think I realized that. He's 26. That Well, that's the one. I mean. That's what I've been saying. That's, I told There's no way they let him go. Uh, yeah. Also there that, is, if, they, that if he gets on the market, then they're dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Because the reason. That and, they're, Chris, and they're not, by the way. I, I think the, the negative. I, I actually did this in the signer decline uh, today with, uh, with Chris Jones. The negative for Chris Jones kind of makes it a positive because Aaron Donald took a three-year deal mm-hmm. after age 30, mm-hmm. and I think that's what Chris Jones is going to have to do because Aaron Don- Donald's yeah. the standard. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're talking 26, you're probably going to have had a year or two on that. Yeah, so yeah. they have him at four years, 81. Uh, Matabike is mine. That's it. That's it. And I will reluctantly pass on Chris Jones at that price. Because he's Chris Jones, yeah. like, like, and I, that, that's why I'm reluctant. Because, like, why would you not want to have Chris Jones on your team if you don't have a player like that? Yeah. So, I'll reluctantly pass on that and say Matabike is clearly the the answer there. Yeah. I, I didn't realize he was actually that young. Now I'm I'm high on safeties here. Uh, the big ticket item is Antoine Winfield Jr. Twenty five, five years, ninety two million, mm. versus Kyle Duggar, twenty eight, four years, sixty six, or Xavier McKinney. 24, five years, 52. Can I ask a question here? We don't get to have all of these things, right? No, like, no, I'm gonna, getting to that. We're going to have to make choices, I'm right? getting to that, but go because, ahead. Well, because that's where I'm at here. Like, I'm I'm reluctant to even have this conversation with you because I feel like I've already I, spent all my damn I money. Think, I, I think it's just like, a, would you would you be upset if they decided it? Because the other thing about this, like, I, I think the, the thing that's happened with the Texans, B. Scott in the building, is... I don't. I don't want to like get to. We're not to the point yet where we where we trust them blindly. But there's like a healthy discussion. But I am to the point where if D'Amico wants to do, I said it last year during the quarterback situation. If D'Amico wants a quarterback, take a quarterback. I trust you. So, I I, I guess the the way that we should approach this is not that we have like some sort of salary cap. It's that if they decided to do this and go this direction, would you okay. question it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, a little bit, a little bit. I mean, I. Maybe not question them, but then I would have more questions. We're going to get into, I guess, some of the younger players later. But yeah. like getting back to Jalen Petrie, and obviously Jimmy Ward is is still under contract, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, I know that there's more qu- there's questions there about health and age and everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, a year ago, not even a year ago, going mm-hmm. into the season, we felt like safety was the strength of the team. Yeah. So to be in this place where we're having a discussion about am I paying sticker price for the best? free agent safeties out there, yeah. I'm uncomfortable with that. Well, they're number four on my list, yeah, but I think it's something you can look at. I, I think safety, especially D'Amico, with no, what I, he can do. Yeah, no, I, I'd be in denial if I said it's not something that you can Here, look at. I would also, But I, just if I'm being honest with you, I don't want to do it. Here's where I, I fall with this. I would rather take, like, a Gabe Davis at wide receiver over Mike Evans and then go big ticket at, like, defensive tackle. Yeah, the the numbers got to be better for me on Gabe Davis, like because because what you read out to me sounded like big ticket for for Gabe Davis. Yeah, but it's four if, years. Yeah, man, look if I'm a, if if I'm gonna pay that kind of money, go ahead and go get me Mike Evans. 
Like, I don't want to pay 50-something million dollars for a guy for Gabe Davis. Like, just let me pay. Th- yeah, you hate Gabe Davis. He hates him some Gabe At Davis. At 50 million, yeah, no, nah, I'm not with really you. Good, he he's, he's really good. He is good. He's really, he's, really he's good. He's really good. But he's like, a lightning bolt, too. Yeah, no, he's really good. He's like, he's, He is a lightning bolt, and I think he definitely upgrades your that position group mm-hmm. tremendously. But, again. Which they the, need to do. 100%. But we're talking about value here, right? That's what the the root of this discussion is. To me, if you're going to spend that kind of money, go ahead and swing big. Would I be like upset about it? No, but I, I'd be like, wait, what, did Mike Evans say no? That that would be my my follow up question. Or if is you your did decision that. we're gonna we're gonna emphasize DT or something like that and get this? this I guess it sounds harsh, but a second tier free agent yeah. compared to Mike Evans. Yeah. Or are we going to get the first tier Mike Evans in a second? You're going to hate me for this. Hold on, you're going to hate me for this, Lopez. <laughs> you're going to hate me. Be ready for this. Look, I I would rather mm-hmm. run it back with Nico Collins and Tank Dell as my main receivers and just go like really focus in the draft on a, oh, on a God, wide receiver. No. I've got numbers pay, for you that on then, that too. Then, then pay fifty million dollars for no. Gabe Davis. God no. Give me a wide receiver <laughs> out of this draft for a margin fraction of that price no. over Gabe Davis. I would even, like, I would. And let's spend that money on, on I, hell, I, Chris I, Jones if you or want, <laughs> Saquon Barkley or whatever the hell for, else it is. For me, if you want a wide receiver, if you, like, even sign, signing Mike Evans or Gabe Davis or one of these guys, I, I would still consider taking a wide receiver on day two. It's going to be a money pit. Well, you're going to take a well, chance. Day two yeah. is going to be a money pit. Yeah. It is going to be a money pit of wide receiver value. I did a little digging on this. You're going to be surprised at what you can get with the Texans picks. That's all I'm going to say. We'll get to that in a little bit. But, like, Gabe Davis, he's 25. Two years ago, he had only yeah, – he's, he's younger than I Scott thought, too. Hates him. He's, yeah. he's had 48 – No, nah, man, he's, but good. Listen to he's this. a good player. He had 48 catches and seven touchdowns yeah. as, as a guy that's the second. And had a bad year. And had a bad year. Last year, 45 catches, seven touchdowns. Oh, he's good. He's Chris Carter. All he does is score touchdowns. He's Chris oh, Carter. Wow. No, I'm, I meant, like, all he does is score Bro, touchdowns. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dump that. Relax. I wasn't get, saying apples to apples. I'm saying – Give like, him 60 then. Oh, he scores touchdowns. No, he's a good player, yes. man. I'd, I'd like to have Gabe Davis on this team. Yeah. All right? So, if they sign Gabe Gabe Davis, I will be fine with it. I will going back to Landry's point about trust D'Amico, trust whoever, trust Bobby Slow, trust Nick Casario. I am willing to have that level of trust in them if they decide to sign Gabe Davis. I'm not gonna get on here and be like, man, I can't believe they gave all of that money to Gabe <laughs> Davis. I'm not gonna come Are over here. Are you sure? I'm not gonna because that's here. not what I'm picking up no, on. That, that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna do that. But if you're asking me ahead of time, who would I rather? Where well, would sure. I, where would I rather spend the money? I would rather spend that kind of money. On Mike Evans, and if I'm, if I'm going to go get Gabe Davis, I'm hoping that it costs a lot less than yeah. that. I'm hoping it costs a lot less than what you said. I, I'd love to have him. He's a good player. I'm not saying he's, it, he's it's, not a good it's player. So weird. It's, it's not at that it, clip, it, man. It's so weird because when you say something like this, and, and, and maybe you were inferring this, I don't know, all of a sudden the inclination is, well, you don't think Nico is, is, is a number one or you don't think Tank can be a number one. I'm saying I don't know yet. But I know Gabe Davis can fill in. Well, even if you don't know that, you can't. You've got to improve the top three of the wide receiver group, whether it's adding a big name one or a three. Something's got to get there. I mean, and that 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 speaks to my point of not being upset if they do it. If they if they do it, I'm gonna live with it because I know that that's a position of need. I mean, that was the first. That was literally like the first thing that I wrote after that Ravens game. Was like, man, see that this. I like where this team is headed. But they need more weapons, whether it's in out of the backfield, wide receiver. Like they just need overall more weapons for sure. So yeah. I'm I'm good with it from that standpoint. But if we're gonna have a, a talk or discussion about cost and where you should spend your money, yeah, give me Darnell Mooney at a little cheaper price 
in a gig, Davis. I think you're. Don't think sleep you're, on him. I think he's. Gonna I, be I really, think you're. I really think you're good. filling in exactly yeah. what you're trying to do, upgrading the the position group at a cheaper clip. Yeah. The, the the beauty about this to me is we can say what they need, and if 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 you're in a situation where you need a quarterback or you need a impact player on defense, there's no assurances that it's going to happen. I think it's going to be relatively quote easy if yeah. they do the right things to get what they need that's the exciting thing b scott in the building uh the rodeo coming to town once again so we are going to uh give away some hardy tickets they're coming on march 2nd we'll give those away uh in the next 15 minutes be listening hardy on march 2nd coming up next though speaking of hardy brandon scott's kind of a hardo because he's calling us out for being quitters i i gotta i gotta hear what the hell he's gotta say calling me a quitter hell's wrong with you b scott next i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, so I put out the Texans, the the five Texans the most on the... uh, on the hot seat heading into the season for different reasons. Titus Howard, you got to get better than just okay. Damian Pierce, you're fighting for your life. John Mechie, you're fighting for your life. Your life as a Houston Texan. Um, Kenyon Green, you're fighting for your life as a Houston Texan. And Jalen Petrie, uh, you're fighting to justify what many people believed about you after year one. We kind of discussed this earlier in the show. Yeah. We immediately got a text from Brandon Scott, who joins us every Thursday at 11, and he said, me and Lopez were quitters. Quitters. Yeah, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, no, nah, because I, I remember this segment, and I liked it. I liked the list, and I like all of the segments that y'all do. I've been listening to this show long before I was on it. Mm-hmm. But I, I felt like beyond just the premise of the list, which is a good list, and, and all of your points were free, I really liked that segment. <laughs> But I, but I feel like the energy, and this is what I don't like, mm-hmm. is I feel like the energy of this show has gone an extra mile on all of these players, except maybe Jalen Petrie. I didn't think so until we did that previous segment, and you said you wanted to go get a high price safety, Lopez. He's fourth on so, the list. So I think now, it's fair. Well, now I'm going to add him to it, too. Yeah. I feel like y'all have gone the extra mile of beyond, and, and I am willing to say, hey, these five guys that you mentioned, Landry, are on the hot seat. I'm, I'm willing to go that far. I'm not comfortable going the extra mile of 
of kind of quitting on these guys the way it seems like y'all have. Y'all haven't outright said, mm-hmm. I quit on these guys, mm-hmm. but I hear how y'all talk about them. And I'm like, it doesn't feel like y'all have any optimism or have left much room of, for thought or in your mind that say, hey, Damian Pierce could, after a year being in the system and, and admitting on our air, no, right, right in, in the, in the, which we've played on uh, ad nauseum now yeah. at this point, admitting that, hey, I, I need, I have more work to do so you think to produce. Da- so you think Damian Pierce could come in here and be part of like a two-piece combo? Of, yeah, of why not? Two-piece, three-piece? Okay. Yeah, why not? Okay. Why not? It, this I, guy, I, 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 I'm, I'm disappointed in you on that. What? He couldn't get on the field, Brandon. No, yeah, no, because he's, he's... I like the guy. No, he, he couldn't get on the, the field. system last year. Mm-hmm. So but, you think he but, can come back and all of a sudden not suck in the system? Yeah, no, I think I think you can put in work and that you can improve in the system. And we've seen that he's got ability, so it's not a, a like a physical capability issue. It was a processing or understanding. Like you said, square peg, round hole. Yeah. That's exactly what it looked like, Lopez. Yeah. Square peg, round hole. Is it for sure a square peg round hole in the sense that he can't adjust and become a better player within the system? Like, maybe not. Like, you could be right about it, but I I feel like, and this is kind of the thing with all the players, all of these guys are either guys that they have under contract for cheap and there's just really no reason to – There's a bargain. Yeah, they're they're all bargains and you have no reason to quit on them. Or they're Titus Howard in the case of somebody that you actually have paid – and mismanaged in putting him in, the, in positions that he doesn't actually play. The, the fact that it is a bargain and the fact that I think it is easier to find running backs is is why it's easy for me to quit on David. Could, could David Pierce be the third running back on this team? Sure. Well, yeah. that, I'm Maybe glad you brought so. that up because my, my counter to you, uh, B. Scott, would be, okay, let's assume that he, he fits the round hole. Yeah. You know, it's not a square peg anymore. Yeah. Is he still a number one? Is he a number one running no, back? No, no, see, yeah, that's I mean, what I'm that, I mean, he's, he's he, not. You he need a number one not, running back. Is yeah, my oh thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. For you sure. need a number one running 100%, back. But he wasn't. He didn't. At the end of the body of the year, he wasn't your number one running back last year. So now he's just a guy on the team, which is I think is fine. And then whatever else he gives you beyond that is just a bonus. Like if he ends up being like, go get a number one running. We just had that discussion. Yeah. Go get Saquon Barkley. Go get Derrick Henry. I'm down for. I told you, I'm down for all of the running backs that yeah. are on your list. Go get one of those guys. And if Damian Pierce turns into something like in between what he was last year and you know and his rookie year, then, then there's there yeah. you go. You're yeah. you're good. So we just so want you to would, adjust the expectations. So yeah. you would yeah, say yeah. Let, let me use a name here. Um I'm jo- just I'm just not Josh Jacobs, to throw these guys out. Josh Jacobs, Damian Pierce, and say Devin Singletary. That's yeah. a, that's a heck of a run. Yeah, yeah, I'm I like that. It. That, that's a heck okay, of a run. That, yeah, yeah. But do it. But do it. How do you know that all of a sudden it's going to be a better fit? I mean, we could talk about his attitude, and we love him, and no, we do. Yeah, no, and look, and and all not, I know is like the most recent sample size we have is a guy that couldn't fit in this yeah, offense. That that that's fair, and I'm not trying to hope traffic here and say that yeah. it, that it absolutely will. And may and I'll say this: maybe this is a conversation that I'll be more willing to have once we get into training camp and things start looking a certain way, or we or, or depending on what guys they actually bring in here. Mm-hmm. What is what does the offseason look like? Then maybe I'm like, okay, well, they got some guys in here where Damian Pierce really is expendable, and yeah. and you can just go ahead and do your thing. But as of as of right now, the way it stands right now, what you're bringing back and what you're looking at mm-hmm. towards the offseason, yeah, I, I see no reason to be like, hey, this guy can't be a significant contributor to me in year two of a system that he struggled in in year one. Uh, so Damian Pierce right there, significant. I, okay, I hope. I mean, that would be great. I, I would still try to – Bring yeah. in a, a couple of backs, including Singletary. And, and you back. can do both. You who can else, do both. I who think. else are we quitting on? Yeah. So uh, let me go to Titus Howard real quick because I, I he's out. He's out. 
You're you're just you're straight out. I'm out on Titus Howard. You guys. With one He's a top qu- five highest paid right tackle Listen, in the man. league. He's oh, a top five highest paid right and, tackle and, in the and, league. And there are layers to this, but go ahead. One, Lay it out. one qualifier. Uh I what did it for me was during the season when Charlie Heck played right tackle. Uh in place of uh Fant. Yeah, no, uh, no, yeah, no George Fant. Fant. George Fant. And that did it for me because like Charlie Why? Heck no. could bump George Fant, but Titus Howard couldn't? No, that's not what happened. That is what I've happened. I've done this with you guys That before, is what man. happened. It's because Char- Charlie Heck can't play guard. I understand and, and, and that. Honestly, and honestly, if we're being just frank about it, Titus can't either. No, no. But they think <laughs> he can, and they have thought he can for a long time now, and that is more no, of a problem Charlie than Heck Titus Howard No, I understand. Charlie Heck is not a guard. Himself. He'll never be a guard or whatever. But right. you had interior linemen that could play guard. <laughs> what Did you? But at one point, before they man, all started listen. getting hurt, yeah. you did. And he still couldn't play right tackle. That's what did it for me. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that that's true. Like, and if that if that's the case, then we should be on alert for yeah. a Titus Howard trade or him being really like his roster spot will be in jeopardy. Like they paid that guy, like the like the player who played in twenty twenty two as opposed to the one that played in twenty twenty three. And it seems like every year, this is my issue with the whole Titus Howard management situation. This guy only plays his position every other year. What the hell is that about? (laughs) So, like, I'm not willing to – and, look, I know that there's another layer to this conversation with Titus Howard perceived to be kind of goofy on Twitter. Like, I don't want to kind of factor that into the player evaluation either. Like, I I do think he could stand to have better social media management. I agree with y'all on that. But I don't really take that to the player evaluation to me. It's a dude that only play his position every other year, and when he plays his actual position, he looks okay. Now, I think it's fair okay. to question. No, yeah, no, he looks good. I, I'm elevating. I'm, I'm I'm judging him based on being and, paid and, as and, a and, top and, five. And, and I was going to get to yeah. that. This my point is, I think it's fair to question. Hey, did they pay Titus Howard too early and too much, and mm-hmm. could have, could they have spent that money better elsewhere? Yeah, I think that's that's a fine, my thing. That's a fine discussion, but. Is, but do you have a right tackle problem? Like, until I see him be bad at right tackle, I'm not willing to say that he is. All right, well, there you go. So we got Titus, we got Damian Pierce. Who else are we quitting on? Well, y'all, John Mechie? Yeah, y'all. Are we quitting too too early on John Mechie? So John Mechie is a sensitive one. Okay? Well, but he doesn't want it. He doesn't want it. He's told yeah. us multiple times yeah. he wants to be treated like a ball player. And, and, and I think we... I'm, I'm giving him his wishes. If you don't want to give him his wishes, huh. then that's on you, sir. Nah. He told me he, he told me two times nah. when I spoke to him directly, yeah. nah, I want to be treated like a ball player. And as a ball player, I'm looking at San Francisco's reserve, 40, uh, reserve receivers, including Chris Conley and Jennings. I'm looking at them nearly blocking punts. I'm looking at them make tackles. I'm looking at them do all types of stuff outside of being a receiver. Yeah. And, they're, and, and they, could, they might even be as good a receivers as him right now. So if we're talking about John Mechie, what do you want me to do here? Landry's going to get mad at me for this, man. All right. Look, oh, no. I think we manufactured a conversation about John Mechie being treated like a football player and, like, just discounting the last couple of years that he had. Like, I, I really don't. Like, I think in an effort to hype up the season, to even hype up John Mechie, like maybe, like, subliminally we were trying to give him some confidence. I don't know. But I think somewhere within developing this conversation and narrative, we sold ourselves on the idea that John Mechie was ready to just be treated like a football player mm-hmm. and let's pretend like all of these other – let's pretend like he didn't tear his ACL and let's pretend like he didn't battle cancer for a year and let's pretend like he 
has played football in the last two years when, in fact, it's been almost two years since the guy actually played football. That's fair. Like, well, like I don't No, I don't, that's fair. But like, we, we, we had the conversation, and we should have the conversation, well, and it was cool to have it, but we don't really get to decide how long it takes or how a guy responds to – missing football for two years and how long it takes for him it's, to get back NFL, to being himself. Like, no, I get it's it. It's the NFL, though. Like, I, I don't, like, when when can't, I, like, my, my thing is it really does, like, all that, not to sound insensitive, it doesn't matter. No, like, I get it. Like, it sucks for him. Like, it I can be the it. reason why, but he's got to be better. No, he absolutely has to be better. Like, and, he's and fighting and, uh, for above, a roster spot above next year. Above that, no, 100%, and we've said that. Above that, they've got to be better in that position. So that just kind of comes back to John Mechie. Hey, we need to be better, and why do we need to be better? So, because you're not better, right? And so we like, love I, John Mechie. I'm Let's make that. that clear. We I, love John Mechie. But it's a similar but sort we of need point receiver that, depth. It's a similar point that I'm making about Damian Pierstow. Like he's there. Like you have guys who are better than him already. Like he can still provide wide receiver depth to you. And then he's a camp conversation. That's why I agree with the point that he's on the hot seat. He's absolutely on the hot seat. But I haven't like just thrown out this idea that he can't be a contributor Look, to the team. My, my point on this is is you you could be right, and maybe there's more lingering effects of both yeah. the ACL and the and, and and the cancer. You're right, but he he wasn't the only one that told us treat him like a football player. The Texans did. No, I get the it. Texans had him active. You know, I mean, the Texans used him. They had a, they could have found other options. But see, I, they could have had other. They could have protected him. But from, this, this is the part of the conversation yeah. that I'm saying is manufactured. I think we can treat him like a football player and also still take into account the personhood. But there side might of be it. another level. Yeah, like he is a football player who has been through a lot as a person. But also, and so it might take but, a, a little bit but, longer for him to produce like a football player that we want him to produce the, like. The, that's true, but like sometimes when we do that, we're like assuming that that like his best is I mean, and yeah. it's I mean even guys that don't go through anything that get drafted when John Mechie gets like sometimes they just don't have a place in the league. Yeah, no, I'm not years, assuming anything. Years. I'm just saying it's not time yet. Like like No, he's if, got if, a camp. You, I'm not saying. I'm he's not, got he's got a we, camp. To be fair, we haven't quit on John Mechie. No, no, we, no. We, 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 the, my others maybe we have. As yeah. as a number yeah. 3 is like a is like a is like a possibility no, it's of time. A, a year from yeah. now it, me it, I I would bet pretty much everything that mm-hmm. a year from now we're not sitting here saying that John Mechie is a quality number 3 receiver. Now, if you want to tell me like he's a four or five that comes in in situations, mm-hmm. maybe five, say, I can hear that. But I don't. I don't think, and I, I didn't even really think it when they drafted him. Mm-hmm. I don't think that John Mechie's like gonna establish himself as like, oh, that's a number three guy right there. Here's what would not surprise me. Okay, this would not shock me at all. Mm-hmm. If you look up next season or in the 2024 season, and your best you can put a number re- on receiver, this? yeah, you're, no, 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 I'm not gonna put no numbers on what what exactly catch, he's gonna give do. Me some catch prediction. I have no idea. <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. If you look up. And your outside receivers are Nico Collins and Tank Dell, and this this is Lopez going to be you not getting your wish at all. <laughs> no but, Gabe Davis. Yeah, yeah. But but your best outside receivers are those two guys that mm-hmm. we know. Your slot receiver is John Mechie, and you got rookies that are producing more than say Xavier Hutchinson and John Mechie did last year. Yeah, like be- because of what you have in this draft, or maybe that guy displaces John Mechie or something like that. Like I I, I think that that is totally in play. That John Mechie could make a leap or take a leap. Brandon Scott with us here on In the Loop on Sports Radio. Didn't even get to Kenny Green. Do we want? To, do we need to do the Kenny Green? Or can <laughs> yeah, agree that he's on. He's fighting Man, for a job. Look, we 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 do not have time. Okay. We don't. <laughs> we don't got the Kenny Green thing. By the way, man, the, the Titus Howard retweets are going a long way. There's people on the uh, text line. Hey, occasional retweet will get someone in your camp all the time. You can kind of tell. Yeah. Uh, that that's paying off with the uh, with the Titus Howard love fest coming up next. I, I do have Kenny Green stuff so bad. I, I hate that we didn't get to. We'll it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. 
talk about Kenyon Green. We'll talk about Kenyon Green. We'll talk about the uh, parade uh, antics of Travis Kelsey. And we're also talking about the awkward meeting that took place involving the Astros that Brandon Scott said he would have been troubled by had it not. The hits are lit next. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. All right, Landry Locker, John Lopez, B. Scott in the building. Before we play the hits, you have thoughts on Kenyon Green. What are they? You've already accused us of being quitters. Is he going to be an all-pro? Like, what are we doing Nah, we'll we'll agree. We'll agree that he's obviously fighting for a roster spot. spot. Big year for for Kenyon Green. Huge disappointment. I like the point that you made in your – uh, in your in your list of five of he will never more than likely if not definitely will never justify where he was taken no they could have had who, kyle and, hamilton yeah, they no, could have had george karloftis they could have had the, uh Linderbaum. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. no yeah 100 percent. so yeah. that part of it is done we and agree that's unfair and that it's at this no, point no, no. you just evaluate him differently we're we're Fine, okay. Okay. Let's agree on that part. So we ain't. Uh, but I got. Oh, so I just, right, so I just go. got. Here I got. Go. Here we go. I got a question. <laughs> Wait, that wasn't a buttless comment. <laughs> it was a butt. What, it wasn't what? buttless. Hey, oh my gosh. Let me ask y'all something. <laughs> what if Kenyon Green and what he actually offers as a football player is exactly what the Texans are missing? So no, no. Us? Oh, an elite guard like Kenyon Green, like what they thought he was going to be. No, that's what they like that, a that role is. grader, somebody that's nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, and, what if and, that's what they're lacking? It yeah, could be. And honestly, Dude, we've been saying this since he was drafted. And listen, this is what I'm saying. The last time King and Green actually played healthy or something close to healthy, he played pretty good. One of the one of the underrated stories of the Texans mm-hmm. winning that game that we all thought that they shouldn't win yeah. and getting the number two pick instead of the number one pick against Indianapolis now two seasons ago was that Kenyon Green actually played a really good game. Nobody talks about that because, like, why would you? Yeah. yeah. But he did. He actually played a really good game. And and another part about the Kenyon Green story that we don't talk about a lot is that he's really never been healthy. They drafted him with health issues. There's, like, a mysterious knee thing that he came that he came out with that nobody really talks about. He's never actually been right. What if the year off was the time it no, took he needed for it. him to get right? He needed and it. And what if him being right is exactly what – this Texans offensive line needs the the identity part that we talk about that they don't have the the ruggedness the nastiness to go out there and kick somebody's ass. He is kind of that guy when right, he, or at least is supposed to be. What if he is? I'm just saying. Uh, no, here, he here, here here's what the thing. He is? I actually have never doubted that he, what he's capable of. I mean, I saw this kid in high school. Yeah, I saw him for four years, three years, was it three or four, whatever, at A&M. That's right. Uh, just doing exactly that. I called him a road grader to Landry. I said, this guy just mashes people. So it's not a matter of can he do it. My bigger question, and I think, Landry, you're in this same boat, 
is not what he's capable of doing, but what he wants to do. Well, like, I would, like he I would came say, in looking flabby. Oh yeah, he, and then he was skinny, and then he's had these injuries. Whereas I know guys have just busted their ass to get back and get healthy and prove people wrong. Yeah. It's not of. I don't even think it's a what if. He's yeah. capable of doing exactly what you're saying. Yeah, but and and so but the what it, the what if is he angle, mentally capable to be that guy? Well, I think physically there's some questions too because of the like because of the the, the work he's put I, in. I think it might be a combination of everything. Yeah, but but I but would it surprise me if Kenyon Green established himself as being a good guard? No, when I say he's not going to validate it, I'm not saying that he can't you know which play I agree himself with. into being a good guard. I'm yeah. just saying like in that situation. When you take a guard where they took him, and you trade back, and you take a guard, it's plug and play. No, it, no. Like I know how many all, heavy, but it's it's plug and play. How many all position. pros would Kenyon Green have to make at this point? Because like Kyle Hamilton's going to be a perennial all pro guy. Yeah. yeah. So Tyler like, Linderbaum. Yeah. So like how many? Carl Loftus. He would have to be like the greatest guard of Jameson all time Williams. to justify it, right? Jameson so like Williams? The, the odds are that much against. Like him. we're talking about explosion, like Jamison yeah. Williams. They like. I mean, they could have taken him right there mm-hmm. if they stayed put. But I think enough. Like you've got enough deodorant with CJ, with D'Amico, with Will Anderson, with the culture that you said and everything about his hygiene? else. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the team. Yeah, I'm with the, you, man. The I'm team, with you. No, I know, the, I know where the you're team going. hygiene has enough deodorant <laughs> to mask the fact that hey, maybe you overdrafted a guard, but if he can just be a good guard, even if he's overdrafted, then yeah. he can still actually be exactly what you need. Now, do I feel confident about it? Would I bet money on it? Hell no, but I, I just had to ask the question. No, what no, if? I, I, I mean, don't think that's an unfair question. You know what I mean? Like, I, and, I, and it keeps kind of coming into my head, like especially when we go into camp, I'm like, what if, what if this guy is right now? We'll know the first day of camp. I, I'm with you there. When we look at him. Yeah. Because he should be I hate those guys on in the loop. I'm gonna show them. Yeah. I hate all those. Not doubters. me. I, 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 <laughs> Not me, man. He loves you. Uh, yeah, man. I'm, I'm still uh, holding out hope. All dog. my, que- all the people that doubt me, et cetera. See, that's why his cap- his ability to me is never, ever, ever. Draft night, I was like, this dude, he's good, but is he good enough to to get better and to to fix all the holes in his game and get in better shape? And get back from injuries and, and all that. That's what I question. Yeah, I think I think we criticized at the time when they shut him down. Like, hey, why did they wait so long? Why didn't they, if they yeah. knew that there was a possibility that they might have to shut him down before, mm-hmm. why didn't they just do it before? But I think, and I think that was a fair criticism at the time. But I think ultimately, big picture, what if the best decision that was ever sure. made for him was actually shutting him down, even if it was later than maybe they should have? And he was able to benefit from that, yeah. actually get healthy, and let's see what he looks like when he's right, especially in a year where he's got a lot to prove. It's do or die at this point. No doubt. B. Scott in the building. The hits are lit. An awkward meeting. B. Scott's got an opinion on involving the best team in town. Playing all the hits. These are the hot stories of the day. You're listening to In the Loop with Houston's sports leader, Sports Radio 610. So Josh Hader is going to be the Astros closer. This is new manager Joe Espada talking about the meeting he had with Ryan Presley that made this official. Yesterday in my office, and uh, when both pitches are available, Hader will pitch the ninth inning. How, how did that meeting go for... It, uh... it went well. I, I think both guys want the best for this team. Um, I think the ultimate goal is to hold that trophy uh, at the end of the year, and both guys were were on board. All right, so there was that. Now here's Dana Brown. He kind of likes to talk a little bit, I think, Dana. Dana kind of fills himself. Here's Here's Dana Brown talking about Josh Hader. As I said before, I think we have three guys at the back end that can close games. I think Presley's going to have to close games at times. And, uh, you know, the fact that Hader is going to be the closer, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting to see that we, we are that strong on the back end. 
and um, yeah, I'm excited for the season to start. All right, so your doing? thoughts on this meeting we, that, that took place. What are we doing, guys? Yeah. What are we doing? Like, the, the only way that this meeting was actually necessary or this whole little song and dance that we're doing right now is necessary is if somehow Ryan Presley had never heard of Josh Hader or, like, doesn't know who Josh Hader is. Ryan Presley is the way, and I know Josh Hader's been playing in the National League. I think there's another option okay. to finish. Maybe, maybe some people aren't aware of who Josh Hader is. He's been playing in the National League forever long. But if you know who he is, which the Astros know and Ryan Presley knows, then you already knew exactly why it is that they paid this dude 90-something, $100 million, whatever exactly it was. Like, it's because he has been the best closer, the best reliever in baseball mm -hmm. since basically he got to the league, okay, since basically he got to the major leagues, which, by the way, spans the, the time period just beyond Ryan Presley's tenure here in Houston, but is about the time when the Astros took off in 2017 as the World Series champions. So, like, that's when Josh Hader takes off. Yeah, He's been the best reliever in baseball since that period so there was never a question about hey who's gonna do what like like i would have had some serious questions about the aptitude and the intelligence of the people around this whole thing if there was ever like hey i wonder i wonder what josh Hader's gonna do when he gets here okay i think there's another option like there's no question that he knew that everybody knows that I think Ryan Presley needed to have some answers. Like I, I, I think Ryan Presley, the, the the pride, the ego. I think he's going in there and saying, "I know what the situation is. How do you use me? What am I? Am I? What? What? What are the plans for me? What's my long? You know, what? All these other things. I think egos are involved. I think B Scout's looking at this like uh, Davis Mills with C.J. Stroud, yeah, almost a, a little bit. But no, 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 more, no. But just with a little bit more respect to Ryan Presley. No, than Ryan that Presley. Because he's knew, a good Ryan player. Presley knew what was happening. Yeah, but, but that's a good. Dude, that's a good. They won World Series with me. No, like no, I, I want yeah. to know from you, Skip. Tell me what, how I'm going to be. I think so that's. Skip? I think that's what it was about. Man, listen here. Ryan Presley was traded here, if I'm not mistaken, in 2018 to an already World Series squad. So they'd already won a, a World Series without Ryan Presley, mm -hmm. and he was brought here to be a setup guy when he was traded here. He became yeah, but that's not what he was. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> and he became the closer after you know some really good seasons. You know, well, yeah. and, and some awkward things happened with Ozuna. You're blooded man. Yeah, no, he became the closer. You got mad at us so, for quitting sort of on John default. Menchie and Damian no. Pierce, and you're <laughs> quitting on Ryan Presley this season. He was, he was, goodness brought, gracious, he was brought here to be a setup man, became an all-star setup man, and then was good enough to be the closer on a World Series he squad. Played for America, so man. That, so that's great. <laughs> that's great. But when you have an opportunity to go, this is kind of almost similar to the wide receiver conversation. Yeah. It's like, okay. Am I going to not sign Mike Evans because Nico Collins is good? No. Mike Evans is better. No. So you're going to go ahead and go do that. And, and, and like, that's just obviously what they did. But that's now, the same thing. Now yeah. they're overall stronger because Presley gets to go back to his original role. He's paid like a closer and gets to perform like a setup man. It's, it's really the perfect scenario. You can't have an intro, though, as a setup man, that, right? That's the only awkward We've part. We've said that. You can't See, have I the intro. It, it, no, that's uh, Lopez wants the eight-inning intro. Hell See, yeah. you can still, here's, the, yeah. Here, here's my issue with that. You can't hit Hell's Bells with Trevor yeah, Hoffman in the eighth. Listen, you can still play the music. Yeah. You don't play but Inner you, Sandman no, with, with you can, Romario and Rivera. You can play the music, but you can't cut the lights out no more. Oh, okay, no, that's okay. fine. That was the charm of it. You can't cut the lights out for the setup man. Now you now you got a different guy that's gonna come in again in a night. You can't turn cut up the, light. the lights again. You can't cut them out <laughs> twice because that's goofy. No, I'm with you so on that. That's the only part about this that I don't like is that Ryan Presley he can keep the music, he can keep Johnny Cat, but he cannot turn right. the lights out no more. And there was nothing like that. Electric 
at Minute Maid when they cut them lights out and everybody's got their phone going yep. and, and, and Ryan Prince is coming out. Man, I'm going to miss that. I, got, I can't lie. I'm going to miss that part. <laughs> it's dead, man. It's dead. B. Yeah. Scott, appreciate you. Very Fuck much up. alive, Brandon Scott. Yes, sir. You're on In the Loose Sports Radio 610. Coming up next, he showed himself yesterday. What other local folks have showed themselves around town plus smart big money? What the hell does that mean? Next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.